NRL 720 podcast, Macca and Carrot are in. They're ready to trot. Boys, how are we? Good, mate. Yourself? Beautiful. Macca, are you there? You got a beer? Yeah, mate. Just got a crack one, actually. Give me two secs, Jason. All right. Oh, there we go. Get an emu or whatever. What Sounds like an old buddy. What is your crack? That's a Han. Super uh-huh. 3.5 today. All right, yeah. Off the forex, mate. No good for you anymore. Watching the belly. Yeah, low carbs, boys, low carbs. Yeah, that's all right. Have you fixed that little pudgy belly since the last time I saw you, or has it gotten bigger? Nah, nah. I've got a kid in two weeks, mate, so I've got to get the dad bod. Oh, on. you've been getting the dad bod early. You're growing the belly along with the missus. Is this a real thing, actually? Yeah, Obviously, I don't have kids, but do the guys put on the weight like the, the women do as well? Oh. Who knows, mate? Yeah, sounds good. Yep. <laughs> Play on. Kara, did you put any 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 baby weight on as well? Uh, no, mate. I actually probably lost weight. You lost weight? Yeah. How, I, I can't imagine you losing <laughs> any weight. You already weigh 45 kilos wet. How did you lose more weight? <laughs> I lost it in the shoulder. <laughs> you lost it. <laughs> Shoulders of a snake. Here he is. He's all, he's all peppy after his first ever fantasy win. Well done, Carrot. Where's hang on, have I got a button for you somewhere? <laughs> oh no, that was, that's that's Carrot's previous fantasy years. Um, there you go, Carrot. Finally won a fantasy comp. Still hasn't fit? won the D League, but No, he hasn't won the D League. Who won the D League? Jeffrey. Jeffrey Cool. Cooley. Was that his first year? That no, nah, he's been in there a couple of years, but uh, he's done well. Better right. than Carrot, so Okay. Yeah. All right. Congrats, Jeffrey Cool. We know he's a big fan of the show, so we'll give him a round of applause as well. Fantasy comps all all wrapping up now. If, if you'd be dirty if your your grand final was this week and you had a bunch of Panthers players, that's for sure. So that's why your golden rule, guys, set your uh, fantasy comp. You know, a week or two before the season finishes. But, um, Kerry, how much did you have to rig your comp to win it? Nah, there was no rigging in my comp, mate. Everything's uh, everything's down the line. Come on, Everyone mate. Everyone has a. You know how Everyone it is. Has an equal chance. Nah, you know how it is. Whoever runs the fantasy comp usually rigs it to win. That's that's a, a long tradition, a long history of people who have rigged the comp by being the commissioner. No present Jason, comp. Jason, I'll tell you what he did. <laughs> what did he do? So he said, um, so first and second, they got a week off straight into the major semi-final. That was his little cheat code for um, this comp. So he came first, I think, or maybe second. Second, second. How's that a cheat code? Everyone's got the same opportunity, mate. Yeah, but did he? he when did when did you set that? When did you set that? Did you set it like the week before the finals? Yeah, no, didn't that, tell anybody you got to, yeah, yeah, No, that yeah. was that. You got to do all the rules before the season yeah, starts, mate. That's, yeah, he's he's miniature beater right there, just rigging comps left, right, and center. So, I think uh, because he won a minor premiership last year in the D League, and then he got knocked out both uh, both weeks and didn't make the major final. So then he thought, "Fuck it, I'm going to." Um, Mix it up this time. If I make minor premiers or come second, I'm taking the week off to uh, readjust his team. And I think that's, <laughs> that's what no, he's got to get some. You got to give incentive to the boys. You get a minor premiership or come second, you get a reward for it. That's just the way the world works. Right? Were you were you <laughs> usual self, Karen? Did you drop half your players every single week? Usual self. Yeah, usual self. You drop half your players every week. Oh yeah, yeah. You got him. Mate. Yeah, it's the only way to play the game. Otherwise, if you're not doing 28 trades a week and um, dropping <laughs> half your team, then. You're not having fun. <laughs> You're not having a crack. All right. Well, that's enough fantasy talk. Uh, it's done for the season. Uh, no, boy, wait, wait. I've got some more. What, what, what? No, I'm joking. Keep going. Oh, fuck, I have to delete that out now. All right. University of Texas at Austin apparently has introduced a Taylor Swift songbook as a class that you can actually take. Um, 
sounds like an absolute piss poor excuse to just talk about Taylor Swift songs. Um, is this what the education has come to now? We can blame people like Robert Beter for the education system. Uh, what class did you boys take at school that you thought was a waste of time? Carrot, we'll go you first. Did you? When did you finish school, Carrot? Uh, I didn't actually finish school. I left. Uh, did you go at all? The start of grade four. Uh, not really, no. Okay. Mate, we done a class. We done a class called Touch Excellence. Touch Excellence. Touch Has Excellence. Something that I look back on and think maybe we could have done a class about learning how to do tax or learning how to save money or you know learning about the real world. But we did a class called Touch Excellence. So yeah, that's my wasted 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 time for the school anyway. Beautiful. What about you, Macca? When did when did you fin- when did you drop out? Like year four. No, I think so, but um, no, year 12, mate, we dropped out. <laughs> year so, 12, yeah, you know, yeah. Bigger and brighter things, um, started the electrical apprenticeship. That was when Macca's Electrical oh, was established? Oh, Donnie, Donnie Clark, Don Clark Electric, shout mm-hmm. out. Yep. I think, I think it was year 10, maybe, we did a class called Home Ec, and um, <laughs> teach you how to use a sewing machine and cooking and all that stuff, mate. Come on now. <laughs> you know, I actually I remember doing. That's had, actually that's actually beneficial. Yeah, that is beneficial, mate. You got to be what, able to fix the women buttons. Or for men? When the buttons come off your shirts oh. and pants, mate, you got to be able to fix that. <laughs> no, I remember doing home ec. I only ever did home ec the first half of year eight at the start of high school, and the only thing I remember, and it's actually a tool that I still use today, is I learned how to use how to make a toasted ham and cheese sandwich in the frying pan. Still to this day, the best way to make a toasted ham and cheese sandwich. Don't do it in your jaffle makers, in your sandwich presses. That's all shit. It just squashes it flat. Do it in a frying pan. It is the best way to make it, guaranteed. There you go. Yeah, you have to give that one a shot. Yeah, never heard of that one. Fuck, you just haven't lived yet, boys. It, it keeps it nice and thick and, and crusty and hard on the outside and then you've got all the butter and it just <laughs> soaks right through. Yeah, I'm talking about a toasted sandwich, Macca, nothing else. Yeah, and right. yeah, yeah, basically it keeps all the juiciness inside whereas it all just sort of runs when you do the jaffle maker because it all just you know, oozes out the sides and you've got nothing left. So do it in the frying pan. Trust me, your life will change. You'll never look at toasted sandwiches the same again. And Play on. Pause for dramatic effect. Uh, Macca, <laughs> you back, mate. So uh, I'm expecting another world-class trivia. A lot of people have been asking for it. You haven't been on for a few weeks. So I'm assuming you've got some sort of trivia that's going to blow our minds this week. Yes, I will go with uh, one that you might um, not be aware of. But let's go who in the modern era of the NRL, 1998, haven't won the wooden spoon? Haven't won the wooden spoon. I don't, I don't think the Broncos have won the wooden spoon, have they, Carrot? Oh, no, wait. That was yeah. that was recent, like two years ago. Yeah. yeah Let's yeah. go, boys. There's a couple there. See if you can name them. Carrot picked one. Ooh, ooh. Tiger, picked one off straight off the bat. Tigers haven't won one, surely. No, nah, not in the modern era. How many teams? How many teams? Macca? There is four. Four. Roosters. No, Roosters did win one one year. Did they? I'm pretty sure yeah, they did. Yeah, Roosters have had one. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, they, 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 that was a Mitchell Pierce year a few years back. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. Storm. Storm have never won a wooden spoon. Yeah, Storm have won. Yep. Um, we got Storm. We got Tigers. What about what about the Cowboys? Nah, they've had yeah, one. Oh, yeah, oh, the old the old overflow jersey days. Yeah, they would have they would have had one during them. Carrot, come up with something. I got the Tigers, mate. That was about the best call of the night. Uh, I don't think the Raiders. The Raiders. 
Yeah, he's got. He's, he's nailed another one there. Yep. Yeah, Raiders, Radio. Who's the fourth? Um, I'll give you. I'll give you a couple more. Eh? Eels definitely won one. What about the Sharks? Boy, these boys might as well just mention the whole team, eh? The whole uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Were the Sharks one of them, Macca? No, no, they've had, they've had a couple of spoons. Oh shit! Um, Man- nah, Manly. Yep, that's good. Yep. I've named three. Have you got any yet, Jason? Yeah, I named bloody uh, <laughs> what, what? I can't even remember who I named now. You got the Storm. That was most Storm. Obvious one. Yeah, that was that was a tough one, Storm. Um, the boys, the boys across the ditch haven't had one yet. Well, Warriors. Where are you the spoon? Where are you? There you go. Nah, yeah. nah. They just come fourteenth and fifteenth every year. So, yeah. and then the last one is the Mighty Dragons boys. They just Still haven't had one. They love a ninth, tenth place finish. The Dragons. Yeah, you sure <laughs> do. That's, right. that's the trivia for um yeah, Yeah, we didn't stretch we didn't stretch that segment out at all there. So yeah, that, that probably have to edit that back to about twenty seconds. Uh, boys, <laughs> run it straight this week. It's the last week of the regular season. Obviously, finals berths are on the line for certain teams. Still going to be jockeying for positions. Carrot will go to you first. Probably predictable. Your Broncos are on the brink of elimination, sitting in ninth spot. Who do you want to run it straight this week? Ah, uh, every single Broncos player <laughs> last weekend and this weekend. Well, what about one in particular? What about one in particular that's been really pissing you oh, off the last mate. couple of weeks? Oh, mate. Actually, Kevin, Kevin Walters is pissing me off, mate. He keeps selecting his son and Jake Turpin in the side. So I think you said uh, those same people last time you were on a few weeks ago. You said Turpin and Kevin Walters. And they're, they're still crap. It's not <laughs> like they've gotten any better. This is the logic. He's, Jake Turpin not, doesn't have a contract for next year. Mm. The club said we don't need you, and they keep selecting him as their starting hooker. Mm. Shake, shake my head. I'm done. Yeah, you're shaking we're, your head. We're not making the eight. We're not making the eight. We're not making the eight. No, hang on. We got a Broncos. Who are the boys sec- out there saying they whinging? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're just whinging, and they didn't like heavy spray the other day. So they just, you know, they got to rest and they got to go eat some more maccas and whatever they do on their their days off. Uh, Macca, what about you, mate? Who do you want to run straight this week? Oh, I just loved old uh, Corey Horsburgh. For the Raiders, did you see the um, yep. the head on him on the weekend? How <laughs> <laughs> good! Sexiest, sexiest man in league. Yeah. Well, that's let him run, let him keep running straight, boys. Yeah. I love it. If that's not what a man is supposed to look like, I don't know what is. <laughs> I haven't got a nomination for running straight this week. I just want everyone to run it straight. Last week before the finals, you're gonna have teams. You know, jockeying for finals positions. The other teams that can't make it are probably just going to be, you know, getting ready for Bali next week. So, um, yeah, I want everyone in the NRL to run it straight this week. Give the fans what they want. Give them a bit of biff, bit of blood, bit of passion. That's all we want. So, yeah, everyone in the comp run it straight this week for me. Um, as I mentioned before, the Broncos season's on the line, Kerrod. Uh, you may not even get in if you even beat the mighty Red V Dragons. Cobo rested for the Eels clash last week because he was saying he was a bit tired. I thought that was a, a huge red flag before the game even begun. Uh, a 20-year-old winger who's too tired for a season-on-the-line clash just says something's a little bit off in that locker room for me. Kerrod, you're the, the Bronco insider, mate. What the hell has happened in Red Hill over the last five weeks? I think they just cooked. The boys just looked absolutely shot. I don't know. They're a bit tired. They, yeah, well, obviously, yeah, <laughs> might might be right, but I don't know. After that Eels win, uh, was it five, six weeks ago yeah, now? Yeah, six weeks ago now. It just, it just, I think they just got big heads, and I think they just thought that they were certainties for the top eight, and they've done their work, and the season's done, and then they, they were horrible against the Tigers, and they, I think they thought they were going to win, and it's just fallen apart, so... Yeah, I don't, I don't know where they go. I don't know. I don't know if Kevy. I don't 
yeah, odd enough Kevin is a man that can even save it. It's going to be interesting whether the club six buys him for next year. We're not making the eight. Um, there's no chance on earth the Raiders are going to lose to the Tigers, so our season's done. Uh, unless we can beat the Dragons for 60 points or whatever. So, I, I will um, say, like, yeah. look at the Broncos in recent weeks. It's definitely not the same youthful, energetic team that sort of played for the, you know, the good part of the year. I mean, is this a state of origin hangover? There was quite a few Broncos players involved at a young age with, with you know, playing origin this year. I mean, did, is the, the post-origin burnout that used to, you know, trump the Broncos teams in, in years past when they used to basically trump out the entire Queensland origin team week by week? Uh, they used to always have the hangover and the guys were sort of a bit depleted. Is it, could that be a bit of a factor? I mean, you did have, what, six, seven, eight players you know, participate in Origin this year? Do the guys just not up to the long season? No, that's a pretty piss poor excuse, really. They're prof- professionals and getting beaten by 60 and 50. That's, um, yeah, I don't think so. They're, they're, we had an Origin and half. We're really the main two, I suppose. The rest of them, like Flegler, was just a bit of a makeshift. Mm. Cobo played, but that, you know, he's just a winger at the end of the day. He doesn't do the defending in the middle, so... Mm. Um, oh, I think it's just our yeah, spine's pretty rubbish, to be honest, and I think it's just finally caught up with us. So, yep. uh, there's yeah, going to be some big decisions in the off season. Half just looks disinterested, like he's still having a bit of a dig, but yeah, he just looks completely like he's just not there anymore. Yeah, there's going to be some big decisions made in the off season at the Broncos. So, um, I don't know where they, I don't know where they go. They got to stick by Kevy for another year, but it's hard to believe that we finished. You know what? One win in front of coming the wooden spoon last year and. Now we're battling for the eight, and everyone's saying it's a horrible season. So yeah, yeah, you got to put it into perspective. I think it's just been the manner of the losses over the last three to four weeks that has been the been the issue. Yeah. We, if we had a you know lost to the Storm by ten points and put in a bit of effort, and we lost to the Eels by ten. Everyone, I don't think any of these issues would have been happening. It's just a matter of the losses. We well, sound a bit defeated, Carrot. Like you still got a chance of playing finals this year. I mean, are you just accepting the fact that they're just not going to be there? Yeah, I've accepted the fact. I, I don't even really. I'd actually prefer the Raiders to sneak into the eight, like to gut to finish eight, because I know if we had to play the Roosters or the Storm the first week of the finals, it, it wouldn't be pretty. So, mm. um, yeah, the way the side is, they're probably better off missing the eight, to be honest, and um, letting the boys go for the off season and focusing on next year, because even if we did sneak into the eight, it'd be a bit of a bloodbath playing those fellas first week of the finals. Yeah, that's true, and it's probably stinging, you know, it probably helps sting and make them more motivated for the off-season to uh, just miss out by one game on making finals, and uh, yeah, they might uh, attack the off-season with a bit of vengeance. Moving along, though, from, from Broncos land, uh, Macca, the Cohen-Hess-Sinbin from that game against the Cowboys and the South Sydney Rabbitohs last weekend, was it fair or a good hard tackle that just had an accidental head clash? Um, I mean, Graham didn't even go off for a HIA, and even though it was deemed to be foul play head contact, what has the NRL got to do and clean up these sort of accidental head clashes? I mean, because sending a guy off when it was a four-point game with 10 minutes to go kind of impacted the game. Yeah, sure did, Jason. So I don't know what you can do, to be <laughs> honest. It's just the um, referees keep making the same errors. I don't know if the uh, referee on the field got uh, someone in his ear to say, yep, Sinbin, but... Yeah, it's a shame. Ruined the whole game in that one. So, let's play on. Good good shot by Hess. And um, if Cameron Graham's out like that, uh, he should have been, yeah, should have been whatever it is, level one. And he's um, out for the whole game as well. That's a little that's a little too professional of an answer, mate. Can you just, like, skull half that beer you've got in front of you right now? Or can you just... That's, uh, that's nah, not... Just, that's uh, not he should have been... Yeah. Oh, that's good. <laughs> 
<laughs> he did scull it. Nah, yeah, Graham, yeah. Graham, he should have been um and play play on kind of thing. He should have been out for the rest of the game. So he was um, he was dazed. Yeah. Looked like a good shot by Hess. Both boys should have been off for HIA and play on thirteen yeah. on thirteen. Yeah. Should have been. It, it did ruin what was he- heading to a, a pretty good, you know, epic finish between the two teams. But, I mean, the Cowboys then even had Kyle Felt go to the sin bin a few minutes later on a, on a bit of a foul play going for a, a try-scoring opportunity. So, yeah, 13 against 11, it was kind of a bit over and dusted by then. On the South Sydney Rabbitohs, we got the reopening of the old SFS this week for the big Rooster South rivalry clash. Prime Minister Abdo actually came out and changed the COVID laws this week to a five-day ISO, so he was allowing Damien Cook to back up and play this week, but it turns out that the Bunnies actually dropped both Campbell Graham and Damien Cook for this weekend's game anyway. It seems like they're reside to the fact that they don't mind finishing in seventh and they'll just play whoever they play, um, basically because it's going to be a sit all Sydney uh, semi-final for them, so they'll be playing at the same stadium the following week. A South being walked towards the grand final with some of these uh, calls and decisions going with. They've got the PM changing laws and they've got the new home ground advantage with the new SFS stadium, or Allianz Stadium that's called. Uh, Carrot, any chance for anyone outside Sydney winning the comp this year? doesn't look that way, mate. Looks like it's going to be pretty set in stone that it's either going to be the, the Panthers, the Eels or the Roosters for me. Yeah, I don't think Storm without Pappy, I don't think Storm have the side to win it. So, nah, I think it's pretty much set in stone. It's going to be a, it's going to be a New South Wales. Um, boys, daily M picks. I got used to get your forwards and your halves. So, Macca, we'll go to you first, mate. Who did you have for your, we'll say, we'll say, we'll go with the forwards first, mate. We'll go with front rowers. So, who did you have for your two front rowers for daily M award for the year? Oh, front rollers, mate. No, I'll just pick who's going to win it. So, um, oh, <laughs> he plays, he plays lots, mate. So, Isaiah, yo, oi, he's oi, oi. Win it. grab that beer, Easy. grab that beer, have another skull. All right, we'll, we'll come back to you, mate. Um, Carrot, have you got <laughs> your front rollers? Yeah, I do, mate. I've got big, big, big Joseph Tappanay, mate. He is, uh, Tappany. he is the yeah. best, he is the best front roller in the game. Hopefully, Broncos, buddy, go hard for him in the off season and. Let half buddy hop on his bike and take his million dollars a year. Tappany is outshining half every week. He's the best front rower in the game. Haas, I did have Haas. He was, he's been pretty good up in the last sort of four or five weeks. He probably has been the other best front rower in the game. So, mm. uh, yeah, it'll probably be those two or maybe big James Fisher Harris be the only one who could slide in there. But yeah, Tappany miles in front of everyone for me. And was Cohen Hess next cab off the rank? Just behind, mate. Just yeah, behind. Just in yeah. Yeah, beautiful. He, he's a real life version of Thor Cohen Hess. Uh, Macca, have you? All right, have you sculled your beer? Have you got your front rowers sorted, or you don't have any front rowers at all? Nah, I'm not going to even play with that one because I've just looked at the leaderboard and Carbonate's not even in the top twenty. Uh, <laughs> when was this? When was it? Arthur's sitting on eight points. That was round twelve. Yeah, yeah, still. Oh, he'll <laughs> that get was him half easy, a season ago, Macca. This is horrible. He only started picking up after round five, mate. He'll easily get it. So, Macca, do you not have any forwards or anything? Did you just this say? Did you just say Isaiah Yao was going to win, and that was it? This yeah, is your selection, Macca. This isn't the Dal. It's not the Dalians. Is your selection? Who you think? Yeah, Macca, tell me who you think the two best front rowers were for the season. Back yourself, Macca. Back <laughs> yourself. <laughs> no, I'm going to say yeah, I, he's been playing good and. Um, who? I think depending if he's nah, not a front rower, he's a he's a I lock. don't know front rollers, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, 
This is why Macca didn't win any fantasy competition. <laughs> he was picking fullbacks and centers for every position. That's why he was doing it. All right. Okay, Macca, uh, we're going to come back to you. Um, well, let's go with hooker. Garrett, <laughs> um, Garrett, who have you got for your hooker for the season? Bit of a uh, controversial one. I reckon, I reckon Reese Robson is, is, uh, is the best. Yeah. yeah. I know everyone will go to you know, Harry Gann, Damien Cook, Coruscant on that, but uh, he won't get it, but these I've enjoyed watching how mm. much Robson has improved this year. Like he was, yeah. he was barely getting used last year by Peyton. Like I think Granville and there was someone else they were using at hooker as well last year. I don't know if it was Hampton or yeah, I can't remember who it was. I think they were playing him dead in a bit. So they were mixed matching, and he's an eighty-minute hooker now, and he's yeah, yeah, he's, he's one of the better hookers in the game now. So I just read that the Dragons are actually Dragons who let him go a few years ago for nothing. Are actually sniffing around now, trying to maybe sign him up November one. So there's a bit of bit of news for the Red V this day. Nah, the Red V's fine, mate. They got Benny Honey plays half and hooker for them, so they don't they don't need a hooker. They need a lot. They need a lot. The Dragon <laughs> Macca, are you with us? Have you have you you finished two beers now as your punishment? And have you got? Oh, I'm a, on my third, mate. But third, the host beautiful. should have uh, explained the rules a bit better. Mate, it like. says right there in the notes: daily M picks <laughs> the forwards and halves. Yeah, right. No, nah, no, nah, I've got um, Harry Grant, mate. He, he's <laughs> playing pretty well. Did you just make that up? Yeah, keep it simple, yeah, mate. Beautiful. No, you, you're a cook, me, this one. No, that's, that's good, <laughs> Macca. All right, let's go. This is a great segment. Um, I thought his AEO was pretty good, wasn't it? Or? Oh, this whole, this whole segment's going to get cut. He's going to win it, boys. Put your house on it. Yeah, this segment's going to get cut. Um, all right, back rollers. Carrot, who's your back rollers for the year? Uh, uh, give us, give us your. Uh, have you got two back rolls, or you just want to go one back row? I've got, got two, mate. I've got two. I've got two. I'll go quickly. Uh, Hudson Young yep. is one of them. Hudson, you He's like your killing it. And the other, yeah. Well, unfortunately, unfortunately, they're killing. <laughs> and the other one is uh, Sean, Sean Lane, mate. Sean Lane for the Sean Eels Lane. has been absolutely unbelievable. Are you just picking Especially players that have burned the Broncos in recent weeks? It's not hard, mate. Got to, you could select the whole Melbourne Storm and bloody. Eels side and Roosters side and even Tigers side over last night. Oh, mate, I was at that game on Thursday, was Thursday, Friday night. I can't even remember what it was Thursday, now. Thursday yeah. night. And, uh, mate, Sean Lane looked three times bigger than any Broncos player on the field. It just seemed like every time they gave him the ball, he was going to break four tackles. He was going to get an offload. He was going to run 40 metres. It just, like, it looked like they were scared every time Sean Lane got the ball. It was it was phenomenal. Um, I could run a Jordan. It's not that much credit. I could run a Jordan Ricky and bloody run over the top of it. <laughs> was Jordan Ricky on the field? I didn't even notice. Um, all right, good selections. What what about a lock forward, mate? Who's your lock for the year? It's not Isaiah Yao, is it? <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> going to pick Isaiah. There's not too many, not too many other options. He's probably head and shoulders above everyone else. Yeah, uh, fair enough. I'd fair probably, enough. I'd probably if if Fatty Carrigan had a bloody played all year and Broncos hadn't yes. employed, he probably would have been. Would have been close to him, but uh, yeah, yeah. even even Co- if Cotter, but all year Cotter probably would have been close. But mm. yeah, Isaiah, yeah, seven shoulders, the best lock in the game. All right, Mac. I think you've got to go Nenoy. Nenoy is a second row. He's got yeah, absolutely this year, mate. third in the lead and try scoring. Well, old Jeremiah yeah. Nenoy, he, he's up there. Yeah. All right, Macko, have you got some back rowers and a lock forward? Well, we already know you lock forward. Announce who you lock, lock officially who your lock forward is for the year, mate. Yeah, yeah, no, the man, yeah. But um, my second rowers, I'd have to go, yeah, Nenai and I reckon Isaiah Papali. Classed him as a second rower or a lock either way, but I reckon he's played very well for the Eels. Papali hasn't played back row for eight years. 
Yeah, he has. He plays on the right edge. Oh, wait. I'm thinking Josh. Pa- I'm thinking Josh Papali. All right. You're uh, thinking, mate. Josh Papali, <laughs> yeah, mate. Josh Papali. Right. Oh, that's spelt the same. Wow. Um, all right, halves. Kerrit, who are your six and seven daily M for the year? Uh, number seven is Benjamin Hunt. Uh, carries that dragon side on his shoulders every single week. Uh, the best number seven. Best number seven. Uh, well, he's not the best number seven in the game, but he's the best number seven consistently this year. So yep. give him, give him the award now. Or I can give him the daily M now too. Yep. I think he might. I agree. I up until a few weeks ago, I thought Matt Burton had started to lift his game and he probably wasn't far off it. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know, pass on the 5 eight. I'll see what Macca comes up with for the 5 eight. I'll have to pass on that one. I don't think Macca. Macca just had Isaiah. Yeah, I think that's it. Did you, Macca, do you have halves? <laughs> do you have a six and a seven for us? No, like, like Kerry just said, hunt for seven. And I like um, I think Munster. He's done enough for me. For, um, for late, he's got uh, Storm back into the top four. Had a few weeks there injured, but he's come back and he's playing like a grub as he is, and yeah, playing for that that million dollar contract. So yep. yeah, months is my six. What about the young boy with the ruptured testicle, old Tommy Din? Didn't get a look in. Nah, Townsend makes him look good. Townsend makes him look right. Yeah. All right, good picks, boys. Um, but you think Isaiah Yao's going to actually take out the award, Mac, uh, Macca? Yeah, it'd be close. Depends how many points clear he takes off him. Can't believe he's been injured for the last couple rounds. You're not picking your boy, mate. Ben Hunt. You're going, yo. Nah, Benny Hunt's got it absolutely in the bag, mate. Why can't we we bet on it anymore? I don't think we've been able to bet on it since Beta rorted the Daily M's that year. I haven't been able to bet on Daily M's for years now. Craig Bellamy did something, didn't he? Didn't Craig Bellamy rig it or something? Bellamy rig it, did he? Yeah, probably. Well, Storm ruin everything. We go right, yeah. Um, oh, conspiracy! There we go. All right, Mad Monday is coming next week for some of the teams. Um, will anyone what, be? Don't lo- the centers and wingers count, mate? Maybe. We've already done them, mate. We did them too. Do you even <laughs> listen to the podcast? <laughs> nah, I've been too busy, mate. <laughs> oh, this is. He's oh, having a baby. Get off his mate, back. I'm going to have to start this podcast again, eh? This is just. Hang on. Where's the intro music? <laughs> start it again. Just, uh, um, have you seen the Perth traffic, mate? It's hectic. <sighs> He's been in Perth for two minutes. He's complaining about the traffic. No one cares about Perth, mate. It's a different uh, country. Exactly. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you need a need a bloody COVID passport to get over there. All right, can I can I can I do my next segment? Can I move on? Yeah. Um Mad Monday is coming for some of the teams next week. Will anyone be looser than Macker at his Bucks Barley plugging his phone into his charger? Who who have he's <laughs> who have he's got for being the loosest uh Mad Monday in next week? Uh, Macca, you seem to be a bit of an expert. You're the one that's leaking around all this footage. We got we got to see those uh, young fellas in the AFL the other week doing whatever they were doing at their Mad Monday celebration. Macca, who have you got to be like a Mad Monday MVP for the losing teams next week? Oh, I'm going to go... Oh, I can't do it now because they knocked out the Broncos, but Adam Elliott, mate, he loves running amok, so... <laughs> Does he? I thought he, was a bit of a, thought he was a bit of a church boy, old Adam Elliott. Uh, no, no, he's, he's he's up there. So um, no, losing teams. Where? Well, there's there's eight. Ponga, of them. Ponga mate, Ponga. He'll be he'll be loose again, eh? What's he gonna do on the toilet? Toilet scandal. Yeah. yeah, I don't think he's allowed to go anywhere at the moment. He'll just be celebrating <laughs> his new house purchase. Carrot, anyone? Uh I reckon old Josh McGuire, mate. Stuff in the NRL. I can imagine old Moose. I reckon he'd get a bit loose. The Lucy Goosey, old Josh McGuire would be my tip, mate. I think she could get a bit wild there at the Dragon. So where's he going? Is he off to the UK, is he? Yeah, he's off to the UK, I think, mate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, he'll definitely he'll definitely leave in style for sure. He'll uh, he'll do a Corey Norman or a Seguiaro or something like that. So I'm sure he'll do something on his way out the door. Boys, six of the eight games this weekend have got ramifications on the finals. Just before we get into the preview, which one are we most excited to watch the most, Macca? Yeah, we've said it before, mate. Broncos Dragon. Can't <laughs> wait to see the uh, Broncos. Is it going to be bittersweet? You're the best on with the. Yeah, the Red V, they're not going to be playing finals, Macca. So is it going to be a bittersweet moment? You guys are confirming if you do beat the Broncos, you're going to confirm that they're not going to make finals and rib carried for another six or seven weeks? Yeah, just just all the boys that I know that are Broncos supporters, mate, yeah. who just, um, yeah, you know, put actually, back on their ass because they've been a bit cocky all year. So, they have been. Um, they've been very cocky. Them right back down. Mm, yeah, we haven't heard from Fat Reese in a long time. Yeah, Fat Reese hasn't returned any of my calls for a while now, so... He's uh he's a bit salty like the rest of them. But uh, what about you, Carrot? Are you looking forward to the Broncos Dragons clash the most, or are you just completely given up by the sounds of it earlier in the pod? Yeah, I know. Like I watched the NRL, so been a good year. Been a good year. Twenty twenty three. See what happens. Ah, I'm all in on the West Tigers, mate. Broncos will beat, will smack the Dragons, and then I reckon West Tigers going to pull off the upset of the year. Big Joe off, and yeah, he's going to save his club and get a hat trick. West Tigers to beat the Raiders and first sneak into the eight, and then we'll beat the Storm the first week of the finals. That's my my tip. No, that's not the one. Oh, we could do that one. No, that was a bit of a joke. No conspiracy. Um, I don't even know my buttons anymore. Oh, there we go. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Round 24 preview. Have we got anything else to talk about before we get into the rounds games this weekend, boys? Anything you just want to get off your chest? Anything about fantasy? Anything about your mates? Anything about... Macca's extra body weight that he's got carrying around at the moment. Anything else we need to cover before we get into the nitty-gritty of the final round of the season? Uh, is there footy on this weekend, Jason? Mate. It's, it's AFL, mate. Right? You, just want to talk, you just want to talk about the AFL? Brisbane Lions got a big game. AFL, AFL finals, mate. Don't worry about NRL anymore. Fantasy's finished. That is, mate. That, yeah, is, that is a few guys. You guys kind of give up on the NRL after you finish your fantasy seasons, don't you? Yeah, as soon as yeah, the season's done, I'm done. This, this round's this round's less time. Everyone's been um, rested. Mm, it's a bit sad. It's a bit sad. I think the footy's going to be good this weekend. Um, all right, let's kick it off. Round twenty-five, the final round preview of the NRL season. Kicks off Thursday night, 7.50. The Parramatta Eels hosting the Melbourne Storm. Pretty big game. Winner of this game probably gets fourth place, I think it is. Who have we got? Looks like pretty much full-strength rosters for both teams. Carrot, we'll go to you first. Who's your tip? I'm on the Eels, mate. I've been on them consistently for the last for most of the season. So You're going to die Eels on that island? One. You're going to die on that island Eels, all by yourself. If, mate, if Eels win this game and they... Got to play. What are they going to play? The Panthers the first week. Panthers will not want to play the Eels the first week. Panthers will prefer to play. Bogey um, team. Don't yeah, want to play them. Huge, huge game. I don't think they want to play them, mate. I reckon it's the only team that'll dead set worry them in the finals. So mm. yeah, fingers crossed the Eels get this one, and I reckon then the Eels will knock the Storm off. Um, Panthers off first week of the finals. Macca? Nah, I'm with the Storm, mate. I've been saying it for the last couple of pods. Storm going to be in the top four, so I'm back in the Storm. I'm going to agree with you, Macca. I think the Storm boys are probably going to get a good revving after that performance last week from from Bellyache. And, uh, yeah, the Eels, for me, been too hot and cold all year. They were hot last week, so they're due to be cold this week. That's the way their form has been all year. The Storm, they've kind of been up and down themselves this year, haven't been convincing, but they've got most of their main players back now. I think Munster and Hughes will put it on. Harry Grant will have a blinder. Cheese coming off the bench on 14. 
I can see them all having a good game. I think it's going to be close. I think I'll probably get the Storm winning maybe like 16 to 12, something like that. But yeah, I'm with Macca. I reckon the Storm get this one. 6 p.m. on Friday, the Bulldogs. This is one of the two games that doesn't really give a shit about this weekend. But the Bulldogs are hosting the Manly Seagulls. Manly have just been depleted by injuries. They're kind of running on fumes at the moment. They're definitely one team that's ready for the Barley Bomb next week. Uh, the Bulldogs, they've kind of picked up as the season's gone along, showing some signs. But, um, yeah, who wins this debacle of a game, Carrot? Oh, yeah, it's a bit of a – it's probably the one game of the – one game of the round, like you're saying, that um, has absolutely no consequence. So mm. yeah, who, who really cares? Who cares? Honest. But yeah, the bull, the bull, we'll go the bull, we'll go the bulldog to keep the listeners happy. Things haven't really gone well for Manly ever since the whole Pride Jersey sort of debacle that they were going through at the time. They've kind of really just sort of hit under the radar, and they've been getting absolutely pumped every single week by teams. So did that sort of ruin a bit of team morale and chemistry in that locker room? You reckon? Oh, I don't know. I think there's more to it than that. Surely, that uh, don't think any of the players would be that upset with those six or seven blokes that chose not to play. So, I think there's a fair bit more behind the scenes that must be going on. Must be a bit of bit of turmoil with other other things going on. But um, they look absolutely spent. They look like um, they look like look like the Broncos, don't they? Mm. All right, Macca, what do you reckon? Doggies are going to get up in this uh, one. I'm going to just I'm just going to go the opposite of Kerry Songa and Eagles, mate. Um, <laughs> CC and four, and just a bit more experience than the Bulldogs have. So, yeah, Cherry will want to win, mate. He'll uh, he'll get it over the line. Beautiful, sounds good. Seven fifty-five on Friday night, the big clash: the Sydney City Roosters hosting South Sydney Rabbitohs. We mentioned it before; the big rivals from way back. They absolutely get stuck into each other. This is a really good game because there's a pretty high chance, depending on how results go, that these two teams will play each other again next week at the exact same ground, but it'll be for higher stakes in the finals. Um, the Rabbitohs have looked at this game and probably already conceded it. Uh, Damien Cook and Campbell Graham have been rested. Luttrell hasn't actually trained yet this week, and there's word, even though he's been named, that maybe he'll be rested for the game as well. Um, boys, how do we see this one going? Mackle, we'll go to you first. Well, I'm going to go Roosters. I'm loving their forward rotation, Hargraves, Lodge. You know, Takiaho's back now. And then Butcher and Baker, they do their job as well. If that's how the uh, interchange stays. But, um, yeah, yeah. May Lodge, man, he's, he's been killing it. He uh, got let go from the Warriors with whatever happened with him and um, CEO over there. So, yeah, he's a big body and he's just – he's potentially going to play for Australia too as the uh, Whispers going out there. So, yeah. yeah. Roosters. Nat Butch has absolutely been killing it in recent weeks for them too. He's been fantastic. But, um, yeah, I mean, they're back to full strength and at the right time of the year too. This is when you want to have your full strength roster is one week out before finals. Carrot, how do you see this one? Yeah, I agree. Uh, Roosters, miles too strong. I think the Rabbitohs, I think they're pretenders. I don't think they're up to um, up to winning the comp. So, yeah, Roosters. But, uh, yeah, like you said, it looks like they'll probably have to play each other next week maybe. Sixth mm. and 7th will probably have to play again next week. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They do have a few outs. They've got Daniel Tupu, Lindsay Collins, Victor Radley. Obviously, Victor Radley went off with a pretty bad HIA head knocker last week. Um, was a bit <laughs> some pretty bad scenes. Hopefully, Victor gets over it pretty quickly. But uh, yeah, you'd hope that all, all of those guys should be fit and fire and ready for finals. Um, I'll go the same, and I'll have the Roosters winning that one. Three PM on Saturday. One of the two games that basically has no impact whatsoever on the finals. The New Zealand Warriors hosting those Gold Coast Titans. Titans actually got up and actually made the, the Knights look pretty ordinary and the Titans look like a top eight team. That's usually what Newcastle's done to teams this year. 
But, um, yeah, do we see anyone even remotely close to even caring about this game this weekend? Kerrod? No, I'll just go to Warriors because they're at home. They've been playing pretty well at home. Maybe last game of the year, they might get a beat, decent crowd over there. Um, this might be the bloody bit of a break up for Thornton. So mm. I'll tip the Warriors only because the Warriors at home. Warriors have been playing decent at home and have yeah. been horrible away. So I'll yeah, be they have. The Warriors. They've actually you know, showed up for their fans ever since they've gone back to New Zealand. They've actually been putting up some pretty good performances. So I'll agree with you. I think the Warriors get up. Macca, how do you tip it? Nah, I'm going opposite, guys. I'm going Titans. Um, <laughs> just after the way Titans versed those Knights, um, it was good, actually. Last game, it cemented a lot of boys' fantasy finals last week. I know Kerry would have been tuned with um, Dave Fafita getting over the line. Oh, and, wait, hang you know, on, hang yep. on, hang on. Does Kerry have Fafita, the guy he bags every single week on his fantasy team? I do, mate. It doesn't matter, mate. You just, you just pick and choose who's going to score the points. And he had <sighs> he had Fafita and he had Big Marju. So mm. let's see him cross over for another couple of tries this week. I'm on the Titans. There you go. 5.30 on Saturday, the big clash between you two boys. Are you guys going to have a – he's got a little side bet going on for this one. Is is there anything on, on the line? Does one of you have to run down the street naked? That, that Hinchy hasn't paid off that bet yet. He, we're still waiting for Hinchy to send us that video of him running naked through coals after the Cowboys pumped the storm by 30. So, yeah, Dragons and Broncos. It's down in Sydney. Anything going on between you boys for this game? Nah, nothing yet. We, we could, um, we've got a few days yet. We might be able to get a cheeky 50 out of care. You never know. You won't get any money out of Kerrod, mate. He's tighter than Beta. Uh, Macca, how do you see your boys lining up for this clash? Oh, easy win, Jason. Easy win. $2.35. <laughs> take that every day, oh, punters. Beautiful. Do we do we have take a Macca's multi? Day. Do we have a Macca's multi at the end of the podcast? Oh, I haven't got anything sorted yet, but let's just quickly throw one out here now. Dragons to win. Ramsey to score. Benny Hunt to score. Live betting. Love it. And we go Corey Oates to get over the line, mate. There you go. He'd be paying about four bucks. Take it. <laughs> it's got to have some money. value, man. It's got to be like $20, surely. Add Dragons 13 plus, then that'll make it a bit more juicier. <laughs> Kerry, you got any, Kerry, do you got anything to say to this? Come on, mate. How do you, how, this is a season on the line, mate. You, you win, you might have a chance. You lose, you're definitely out. How, how are the boys going to respond this week after Kevy's given them a spray? The town's all off them. All the fans have turned their back on them. Are they going to come out with any sort of a vengeance? Paddy Carrigan's back in the lineup. Are they going to do anything this weekend? Yeah, I'm just going to leave that. I've got no comment, mate. No, no comment. I'm shattered, mate. Nothing. Well, this is the last time you'd be able to talk about the Broncos all season, do a preview for them. It's, this is it. This is the way you want to go out. You want to want to say anything more about them? Nah, mate, nah. As soon as I've seen Jake Surfin's there starting hooker, um, that'll do me. So, yeah, I won't be putting any bets on or anything, mate. I've absolutely dead set given up on the Broncos this year. <laughs> Spoken like a true Broncos supporter. 7.35 on Saturday night. The North Queensland Cowboys hosting the Penrith Panthers. Um, this probably looks as sure as a 13-plus game if ever I've seen it. The, the Panthers have basically dropped their entire lineup. although Sean O'Sullivan's still playing. Um, the Cowboys, they've pretty much named a full-strength lineup. How do we see them going this week, Macca? Yeah, give the, give the Cowboys a win, mate. 13-plus. Then I've scored two. Load up on it. Easy money. Well, it's kind of interesting. I mean, the Cowboys, I mean, they want to win to try and at least have a chance at that second spot to get it from the Sharkies. So um, you'd think with Penrith dropping their entire team, that's two points in the bag. So their for and against is definitely a lot bigger for the Sharks. So 
it basically looks like the Sharkies and the Cowboys are going to play each other in the finals no matter what. It just seems uh, to be who's going to be at home for the clash. So pretty big one for both teams. But, yeah, the Cowboys with the points in the bag, they got a, about a 50-60 point ahead advantage in the for and against. So you'd say the the Cowboys are definitely going to finish on 36 points. Uh, Carrot, anything different you want to add? Nah, not much to say about that one, mate. It's, yeah, oh, it's disappointing that the game pretty much is a write-off now with Panthers resting 13 of their players, but that's the position they're in. They're able to do it. So, mm. yeah, not too much to say about that one. It, it's going to be hard for the Cowboys because I can't see the Sharkies losing. So, it's a bit, it'd be a bit of a tempting one for um, Todd as well. I, I'd imagine to rest a few of his boys probably must be something he would be thinking about too. Like Nano and a few of those Origin players, it would have to be pretty tempting to rest them. So, yep. maybe wait for a bit of late mail on that one before you put on your multi about Nano scoring two tries. There might be a couple of players sneakily rested by Peyton, I think. Yep, I think that's definitely on the cards now that Penrith have uh, done what they've done. Sunday, 2 p.m., Sunday, the 4th of September, probably the best day of the year apart from Christmas Day. Happens to be a particular person's birthday. The Newcastle Knights hosting the Cronulla Sutherland Sharks. We just said the Sharkies need the win to make sure that they secure second spot. Maybe the Knights can actually do us a favour and actually get a win over the Sharkies. Does anyone give the Knights a chance? Macca? Nah, their defence is horrible, I'd have to say. That's all I can Stop care. it. Stop well, it. Bad. Steel wall, mate. Steel wall. Brimson just ran right on the weekend. Mm. Um, nah, I can't, can't even look at the Knights, mate. Sorry. All right. Sharky's 13 plus? Yep. Easy. Carrot? Yeah, not much to say about that one either, mate. Sharky's 13 plus. Knights are absolutely shot. I'm going to tip the Knights. I think the boys are going to get up and they're going to do my other team, the Cowboys, a favour and they're going to win the game and then the Cowboys are going to finish second. So that's going to be my tip. You're not doing that in any tipping comp. You're not doing anything. (laughs) Hey, I will say, if anyone goes back and listens back to last week's podcast, I did tip eight from eight last week. You and about half of every tip, every tip stuff. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Last game of the regular season, 4 p.m. on Sunday. The West Tigers hosting the Canberra Raiders. As we mentioned, Canberra win. They are in. They secure eighth spot. How do we see this game going? Carrot, we'll go to you first. This game could seal the deal for your Broncos. Do the Raiders get up yeah. over the Tigers? Nah, mate. West Tigers, easy money. Um, they're absolutely <laughs> flying at the moment. They're last... <laughs> Two weeks ago, was they were just showed what sort of a classy side they was. They were no, sorry, and that um, they were unlucky. Andrews, that seventy-two mm. could have went anyway. So yeah, uh, yeah. If only James Tarmo didn't Tigers get sent off. If James Tarmo didn't get sent off, I reckon they would. They were oh, changed the whole game, mate. Yeah, yeah, no, seven bench changed the game, mate. And unfortunately, that one changed the game. So. They do, even though it was in the eightieth minute, it um, it rattled them. So yeah, ah, uh, yeah, no. I don't think anyone will be tipping against the Raiders. The Raiders would have to have a monumental choke, which more I knew a Ricky Stewart side can do, but yeah, they, they, they played really well last week against the Eagles. The Eagles were well off the post, but um, yeah, they're fine. It'll actually be better for the finals if the Raiders sneak into the eight because whoever finishes fifth would not want to be playing the Raiders because they got a really good record against the top eight sides. I was having a look today. They've beaten the Sharkies twice. They've beaten the Storm. They've beaten the Eels. Um, they lost to the Panthers. They only played them once. They lost to them. But they've got a really good record against the top eight sides. So, mm. um, yeah, I don't think whoever finishes fifth, especially if it's Storm, mate. If, if the Storm do finish fifth and they've got to play the Raiders, that'll be an absolute cracker of a game because the Raiders probably have the best record down there in Melbourne of any side. So, mm. yeah, Ra- Raiders will win that one, mate, and um, they'll sneak into the eight. 
Well, the Tigers are. Well, they will play for something. They're not just playing for Bali. They are James Tarmow, the the big fearless leader. It is his last game in the NRL before he heads off. Um, any chance that the Tigers try and play for Tarmow, Macca? Yeah, well, they play. They should have beat the Dragons. Um, I think that young fella, he stood inside the 10 metres and hit his foot and mm. uh, we got the ball back. So that should not have happened at all if the young fella knew the rules for the game. Mm. So, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't run the Tigers off. Good upset, like Kerrick said. It'd be an interesting to watch um, after the Dragons beat the Broncos. <laughs> did, you, did you drink too many beers, Mac? You sound like you're about to doze off and go to sleep. I'm still working, mate. I'm a bit distracted today. I don't know. It's only four o'clock over here. You haven't worked in five years, mate. What are you going on? Yeah, I know. Don't tell that, uh, Lucky no one listens to this podcast. <laughs> Before we wrap it up, boys, have you got any shout-outs, anyone you want to send a message to, anyone in your fantasy comp that you gave it to during the year, um, any significant others, um, any players you want to share, anything you want to do, take the opportunity. It's the last last podcast of the, podcast of the regular season. Anything you want to shout-out, Mac, we'll go to you first. You can shout-out anyone you want. Let us know about a new TV show you're, you're, you're watching. Um you're scared about becoming a father. Tell us, tell us anything, mate. You got, you got the floor. It's all yours. Nah, I just want to have a shout out to uh, Reese Hinchy. Try to give him a call on Sunday. Didn't take any call. Um, just, are you okay, Reese? You know, bit <laughs> upsetting you yourself losing the grand final against um, Jeff Cool. The Shield gets to stay in Western Australia. I can't wait to drive that Shield down to Jeffrey when he finishes work, and we're gonna have a few beers and uh, hang it on the wall. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, just Reese, are you okay? Well, bell, mate. well, actually, you. before you came on the call, Macca, uh, Hinchy jumped on. We actually had a chat to him for about a minute or so. Oh, too busy, he, was he? Yeah, that was an awards night, was he? Yeah, he actually was. He was actually getting ready to go to an awards night. He went to one last night. He was going to another one tonight. So, you know, we might see a naked Reese Hinchy at some point later tonight. But, um, no, that's good, mate. That's good. That's a, that's glad to hear. Are you and you and uh, Jeffrey Cool going to get the shield and, you know, do a few things like a la, you know, Corey Norman and James Seguiaro with that shield? No, 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 nothing about that, mate. I'll just get it, uh, get it engraved for him. And then, yeah, we just hang on the wall, mate. Eh? We're sensible human beings. So, mm. um, yeah, we'll have a few beers and we'll just stare at it for a little while, just soak in the year. And, um, yeah, be, be good, be good handing over to him, mate. Be well deserved. How, how has your head recovered from your bucks in Bali? Yeah, I still, um, still a bit cautious when I plug uh, phone charges in. <laughs> Do you get the shakes? Do you get the shivers? And like, do you sort of freeze <laughs> up every time you go to plug it in? A bit of anxiety, you know. Just you never know what's going to happen. What's around the corner? Electricity oh. does bite, guys. Never <laughs> DIY, right? There you go. <laughs> Spoken the professionals. For, exactly from Macca's Electrical uh, Public Service announcement. Uh, Karen, what about you, mate? Anything you want to shout out? Anything you want to mention, um, mate? Did you have you seen the new the new uh, Ryan Reynolds TV show that uh, Welcome to Wrexham? No, I haven't seen it, mate. I'll have to uh, mate, I'll have to give that a watch for you. Will love it if you thought Ted Lasso and some of those other you know English uh, soccer shows were good. This takes the cake. This is this is what you want to watch. It it's only two episodes in so far, but uh, mate, it is absolutely gold. It's on Disney Plus. So for anyone who doesn't have Disney Plus, if you're a bit of a soccer fanatic like Kerrod, one hundred percent subscribe. You've got to watch it. It's absolute must watch. It's a it's a great show. Any sports lover will watch it actually. So it's a pretty cool story. Oh, to watch, mate. Yeah, mate. Yeah, it is a cool story. A really cool story. How that how that worked out. Mm. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, Carrot, anything, mate? Floor is yours. Anything you want to shout out or mention before we wrap up? Mate, I'd just like to shout out to yourself, mate. Uh, shout out for the pod. 
getting the boys all together and chatting footy. It's uh, it's been an enjoyable year, mate. Hopefully, hopefully you continue it on next year, mate. It's um, yeah, it's good we don't get to talk very often. No. Our lives are busy and the way the way it all works, mate. So um, yeah, I, I enjoy coming on here. Like I said, otherwise you you just sort of text and messenger and that and that, but you don't really ever get to chat to the boys. Mm. So this gives gives us all an excuse to get together for an hour and talk footy and a bit of, a bit of shit. So oh, shout man. out to yourself, mate. Well well done. Mate, you've brought a tear to the old man's eye here. I, I appreciate the sentiment, mate. No, mate, I've actually enjoyed it. That was the whole reason we started this podcast, you know, and like you just said, none of us boys, we all live in different corners of Australia at the moment and, uh, yeah, we don't get to catch up face-to-face, you know, with COVID and borders closed and everything the last few years. So, yeah, the, the, the podcast was a good idea for us to get on the mic and talk a bit of shit for, for a bit of footy every week and, uh, yeah, no, nah, it's been fun. Um, haven't Never say never. I haven't uh, said that it won't happen next year. We'll see how the off-season goes. It could be some you know, big announcements mate, happen you, in the next six months, but you never know. If we if you don't continue on next year, mate, Billy from Villa Wheeler will be devastated and Tom from Tom from tomorrow and yeah, all those Sharon, will be. Sharon from the Sutherland and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Carol from Canada, mate, all those uh, loyal listeners will be devastated. Yeah. So hopefully for their sake you can tear it on, mate. Yeah, that's it, mate. We'll we'll definitely see. We'll uh we'll definitely go right through. The plan is to go right through to grand final week. And uh yeah, mate, we'll see what next season looks like. Sounds good, mate. Ready. Go. That's going to do it for this week's NRL 720 podcast. Carrot, Macca, thanks for coming on, boys. Final round of the season. Macca, make sure you uh, look after that little bundle of joy when it comes out in a few weeks. Carrot, um, make sure you put some, some weight on, mate. I'm a bit scared that you've lost that, that shoulder weight. And, uh, boys, we'll see you next week. Pleasure. See you, mate. See you, mate.